We are live. Happy Friday. Happy noon. Nooner. Happy Friday. We finally made it. Hi. Hi. There we go. How do I sound? Do I sound good? Um, yeah. Are you really that cold? Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm over here sweating like crazy. And, oh, lady. they did. And of course, look what just came. The packages Yay. just came, but not that we need them right now. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Video Chicken. We have made it to the end of the week. To my left is my co-host, Kristen, our chicken expert. My Hello. name is Matt. The show is coming to you live. Thanks to Carolina Coops. And on about 10 feet away on the other side is Ingrid. Ingrid, how are you doing this morning? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if when my ears start getting sore, we can hook up the earbud thing. Yeah, we we, Maybe. we we absolutely could. So um, everyone out there listening to us, please make sure that we give an extra applaud, applause, thumbs up. Ingrid, I am putting her in the most uncomfortable places with her work, and I don't think she realizes how good of a job she is doing. And she is a perfectionist. I think everyone that works for me is a perfectionist. That's what I love about them. So they Except don't. For me. Well, I think that might be why you and I kind of do well, because we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. But in order for people like us to survive, we have to have people that keep us on track, right? Right. Whoa. I just left. What just happened? I don't know. I just heard a pop in my ear. Yeah. Everything's still working, though. All right. So are we on? Is everything working? I don't see any comments or anything, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, did we just ruin it again? Mm-hmm. Let mm. me check YouTube. Keep talking. All right. Mm. Well, all you got to do is hover over the screen. Mm-hmm. All right, we got five people already watching. Okay. See, all right. see, boom, we are good you to know, go. I I meant to watch Kelly and Ryan this week so I could I could figure out what the best way to do oh, this. Oh, here is. they come. Here oh, they come. I, I don't know if you want to do that. All right, well, comments are coming in. Am I supposed in. to look Ooh, at you, listening. or am I supposed to look at the camera, or Ingrid? I don't know what we're supposed so to do. So that's why but, I was going to we... watch Kelly and Ryan, and I couldn't really bring myself. Well, to they have that. these big fancy teleprompters, oh. and you know, maybe maybe one day we'll get there. We're, yeah. we're, hopefully this show will be a lot better, at least in the beginning than last week. Everyone give us a thumbs up. And there's my boy Chico. Hi, buddy. Hope you're doing well. It's time for you to come down soon and visit. Uh, I see Nan is listening. I can't read the comments. Not that I really need to right now. Nope. But let's not bore everyone. Let's get right into it. Get some opera glasses. Some opera glasses? Yeah. So tell everybody your announcement. Yeah. So last week... If if you we we definitely probably disappointed in the first yeah, what thirty had, minutes. Oh yeah, I got complaints from my mom. She's <laughs> she she she's eighty something years old, and she's like, I don't even have time to watch two and a half hours of that. And the first half, the half hour was just excruciating. It, it from was. From my mom. It, so. Oh boy. Can so. I just say and, that I, I wasn't an, supposed to say your age probably, but I'm just saying that she really. There's an edited version now on, so if yeah. people do want to awesome. watch it. That's. Right, but what we missed is you gave a great introduction that we've been waiting so long. We've worked for the past six months to get into the building that we're sitting in right now in Creedmoor, North Carolina. I've talked a lot about that. Uh, we got something cooking behind the scenes. Right. There's a reason why we had you, to keep it quiet. You were alluding to it many, many times. Yes, I was, and I'm glad. Almost spilled the beans. A couple times, yeah. I probably almost got myself in a lot of trouble. Right. But we are now two weeks we closed two weeks ago. So this is our second Friday in this new building. We've been working like crazy. And that's why we had to take a couple weeks off, two or three weeks off. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are asking, like, where yeah. are you guys? It was just absolute it, madness. It was related to the building purchase. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so but we had to keep it quiet because we were working with the town, uh, well, the county and the state of North Carolina. 
and the the governor wanted to be the one to announce it. He didn't he didn't want you to one up him. So. That, that's right. Yeah. So I so we am, had to wait for that. I am so happy to be able to bring part of my company down from New York that we're going to do all the mass production here. Our goal is so that when you order a chicken coop, you don't have to wait for it anymore. Yay! <laughs> Applause. That that is the idea. Uh, we got a long more road. Coops. A, we got a long road ahead of us. And more chickens. You're gonna see a lot of things going on behind the scenes, and you know, I just want everyone to know. Even though 2020 was crazy, prices of everything are going through the roof. We are working so hard to make sure that we can give you the best scoop for the best price. I made that commitment on day one, and here we are. You know, actually, yesterday was my 10th year anniversary from quitting my day job. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll never forget someone uh, important in my life said that's the biggest mistake you'll make in your life. And it's my job now to hopefully prove this person wrong. Another thing is you have a studio here. Yes. We're no longer in my living room. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be able to do so many more things. Yeah. So anyways, guys, uh, thank you for bearing with us for the past six months trying out different things about the show. It's going to start continuing to get better. But the best part is we have made a ma we've met a major milestone in purchasing this new building. Very soon it should be registered with Google, right Ingrid, where people will be able to see oh, it. Today I put it in my GPS and it said Carolina Coops. It did, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Oh boy. I'm mad at Google. Really? I, 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 I did say that the previous business was closed though. So that the day right. of closing. So All right. So got that off the, but yeah, it's it's the there. It's I on. couldn't be happier. I it, it was in small print though, really small print. <laughs> I never thought in a million years we would accomplish what we've accomplished. I mean, like an eight font. But in the back of my mind, I knew we would. So, and I can't that was wait to make you mad. I can't wait to have my whole team down here to celebrate, which hopefully will be very soon. Oh yeah, what would you call that? The whirl a dig party? The wing ding doodle. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so moving on. Neither I, I which make any sense whatsoever. I, I want to get to the chicken stuff here. Uh, we got Mackenzie in the green room. Chickens, 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 chickens. All right, let's bring on Mackenzie. Uh, last time we had some problems with the audio, but we can already tell she that is, it's fixed. And we're adding her. And Kenzie, you're live. Good morning, Mackenzie. Or afternoon now. Good morning. Is it warm there? It is. Yay. <laughs> for the first time in so long. I think I'm frozen. No, not for us. No, not for us. You look great. Yes. Love the neon green. Oh, good. Casual Friday. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's um, 70 something today. There's oh, my goodness. To be. Wow. Not yeah, as, as soon as you hang up, you're going to go yeah. run outside, right? I, <laughs> yeah. I have I'm, to go check on my chickens. And I want to yeah. make sure Evan's screen uh, in the background keeps moving so I know that he's working. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, questions of the week. Mackenzie, it's been a while. What kind of questions do we have coming in right now? Um, so they're kind of all over the place. I had to scratch a couple off because um, you guys addressed them in the last show. So um, this is probably one that's kind of been in the forefront right now is, should I use medicated chick feed? See, here we go again. And I'm perfectly okay with this. If they're all going to be chicken questions, because it allows me to learn so much, but I'm kind of jealous because you get to do all the answering. Well, you just chime right in, but I'll say it is important in the beginning. Um, and it's it's not critical if you're really, really careful with your changing the bedding and if they're not crowded. Um, you, you, could, you don't have to use it, but I wouldn't be concerned about using it because by the time that they start laying eggs, that is completely out of their system. 
it's not a concern at all. But it gives you a, some extra assurance in the beginning that they don't get sick. And, uh, it, and, it, and it's only keeping them from getting one illness. Okay, and what is that one illness? I don't know how to say it. Is it coxiosis? Coxidosis? Coxidosis? Okay, coxidosis. Yeah, so it's only... It's only medicating for that, and it's a really low level. I'm going to help fix your mic here. Here, come in here. It's a really yeah. low level of medication. Um, if, once they do get coxidosis, uh, you can treat that as well. So you, if you don't use medicated, you can still treat for it. You just have to be uh, really observant about watching their behavior. The behavior you're, you're looking for is they are... They stop moving, their shoulders are hunched, and their tail is down. They have this like posture like this. Yeah, it's so obvious that yes. they do not and feel good. Yeah. Is it contagious yes. to other chickens? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, adult chickens are usually immune to it. So right. it's only an issue for chicks. All right. So, and, and, and explain a little bit more about coxidosis. So we know what it looks like, what to it's, look for with the chicken. Is there something else that we should look for? Well, you would, you might be able to see the blood in the stool, right? And the droppings, and that's not to be confused with the dropping that they do once a day. That's like liquid, dark brown splat. <laughs> okay, that's that's normal. <laughs> And if I had I got, a sample I here, I'd be happy to show yeah. you. Yeah, I, I, I bet you would. So um, medicated feed will help prevent coxidosis. Yes. Very, very important. Yes. Um, now, coxidosis, I want to point out one of the reasons why uh, there's a benefit to our chicken coops. Where do, well, Is coxidosis a parasite? Yes. Okay. And where can they potentially pick up that parasite? Where? What kind of environment does this parasite thrive in? Oh, yes. Definitely warm moist ground yes so it's it's definitely more common in the summer late summer um i for a while there i stopped raising chicks in august just because it was it, it was can be so really bad. bad but one of the advantages to a, a chicken coop designed like ours with that solid roofed run is it's dry is it's dry and i've always said you rather have a dry problem than a wet problem yeah. and same with like we talked about last week potentially raising your chicks in the hen house of the Carolina coop or American coop that is because correct. that also is dry and with the hemp everything is dried out and desiccated right. so it, it really really helps so another thing that comes to mind too is if you are let's say you are using medicated feed and you do have some of your birds become sick with coxidosis and a common product called covid right corid corid wow <laughs> pretty close there corid you are correct <laughs> Aren't you supposed to remove the medicated feed if you're going to Yeah, treat? you don't want to overdose them. You don't want to overdose them. So I think that's another very important point. Another thing is I, I've switched to non-medicated because I can't keep my hens away from the feed. It's very hard for me to do that. So even if I have my chicks outside and they're in a special cage or a special pen, the, the hen, nosy hens are always getting in there trying to get to their food or the food that spills. And I don't want the hens, the ones that I'm, you know, I'm right. eating their eggs. I don't want them medicated. So, so this morning, speaking of a nosy hen, this morning I woke up from a customer texting me this morning of a video of mm -hmm. one of her hens checking out the new amazing i'm not sure can we bring it up on one of our social media um the goose house that i, I got to give evan yeah, just that is mad beautiful. credit 
Um, if we can bring that up, I'm getting it. And uh, yeah, take your time. Yeah, there it is. Uh, she's gonna. So we're gonna. So if you want to go ahead and click on share the screen, we'll bring that up. We'll everyone will still be able to hear us. There you go, Ingrid. You are crushing it. Look at you. <laughs> screen share down, 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 it's down. Right, so boom, right there. Tiny. Okay. Print. So check this out. So this amazing goose house. All right. Uh, I want, I got to give Evan credit. I'm not sure if he's ever going to listen to this or not, but here is just textbook of what makes Carolina Coops great is that we have someone like Evan that listens to what a customer wants, mm -hmm. designs it from scratch. We are not copying other people's designs. You know, there's architectural designs that have been around for hundreds of thousands of years, but we design it from scratch. And not only did he design it and it's something new, you know, we've learned a lot about raising geese we even had an interview we had that awesome lady uh, emily was it um yes i think it was emily no it was the woman with um hostel hostel wasn't her name emily no it was kirsten Kier oh that's oh. right i was gonna keep screwing up yeah. kirsten and Kirsten. kirsten mm -hmm. anyways so did a lot of research and there might be some pictures of the inside and evan to make sure the customer was happy because god knows we're behind schedule i mean who isn't this time of year um he took this down by himself. Well, he brought his family with him, which I thought was really cool, but finished this on site all by himself. It was absolutely incredible and just crushed it. So we're gonna talk more about this goose house. But anyways, I woke that up this morning. That is cool. I woke up yeah. this morning. And it matches the other coop that you put down there. Yeah, like, Ingrid, so can we can we see some important. other pictures? I don't know why I can't. Or compliments, it really compliments. the pictures here. And it has that, is, that's a cedar roof, right? That is a cedar roof. That is the exact mm -hmm. hand split cedar roof. Right there. See the arrow? Click on I the know. arrow. I keep clicking. Nothing's All right. Well, we'll get back to that. Let's get back to Mackenzie. But um, she sent me a picture of one of the hens checking it out inside. And it's going to be – good job, Ingrid. Um, another, another tip about the medicated feed is I like to recommend that you start them out on medicated and you keep them on medicated like a week into their transition to their outdoor space because that can be stressful. Oh. So maybe a week or two – and what when they get transferred and then after that you can go back you can go to non-medicated or awesome whatever cool well hope that helped everyone about the non-medicated or medicated question we do get that a lot I, yeah i mean I, I had to learn about it on my own too so it's yeah just to remind everyone mackenzie's a, a proud chick mama Ooh, mm -hmm. congratulations i missed the baby shower they're they're getting very large we should uh, have baby showers for chickens. I go. <laughs> All right, question two. I, I question two. Um, how do I break a broody hen? You don't. Sorry. No, you might have to. Some people <laughs> don't have a lot of space. For instance, if I had like four broodies, I couldn't have that much chick, that, that many chickens. We need a bigger chick coop. Or you can let them raise the chicks, and then you hand those off as a starter flock to somebody else. Oh, see, there's an idea. But some people don't want a broody chick, a uh, hen. Should so, you break a broody hen? Well, I have no experience because I don't break them. Well, maybe we could but, talk about the horrible ways that people tell yeah, you how people, to do it. Yeah, some people, you know, do electroshock therapy. Okay, hold on. First things first. First, first things first. Water on their heads. Here's where we take everything. Hold them upside down and shake hold them. Hold on. Hold slow, slow your roll. Remember, we take these things for granted. This show is all about people that are brand new, and there's yeah. probably a handful of people right now saying. What the heck's a broody hen? So real quick, what is a broody hen? And I do not condone any of that activity that I just mentioned. What is a broody hen? It's a, a hen that wants to have babies. Okay. She's hormonal, and her instinct is to hatch eggs. So she'll sit on eggs 
or if she doesn't have eggs, she'll just sit and you know that she's broody because she's in the nesting box. And when you approach the nesting box, she'll probably puff up and try to look scary and maybe growl and peck. Oh, definitely growl. Absolutely. There's a great video clip of a broody hen. And <laughs> Do your broody hen imitation. No. Did you see mine? No. <laughs> All right. So that's a broody hen. Mm -hmm. And do we want to break it? I don't. Okay. But let's say. Uh, and I've, I've, I've had hens that almost die from sitting for three months if they don't get, a, what they... get you know, if they don't have a chicks to raise. But there are some instances where people can't get chicks right or or right. eggs or it's just not a good time and there are ways to do it which are way more humane hi non hi hi, hi non. non what's going on non's she's, behind poke she's I'm, sneaking around like trying to get our attention well, or something I'm, I'm here late yeah i was yeah yeah doing things um i just came in to check to see if anybody wants coffee while i'm here yeah. oh that's uh, so nice yes thank you no i'm good actually i'll have a cup cup coffee yeah because i just have some like hot tea okay that's so mostly water I'm good, none. Thank okay. you. So, Thank you. So what are some of the ways that people try to break hens from being broody? The number one way is to isolate them, take them off the nest and isolate them. Um, just repeatedly take them off the nest, um, take away their eggs, um, dump, I've heard dump cold water yeah, on them. Yeah, that's awful. Um, hang them upside down. Awful. I mean, I don't know. I did have someone that put them in like a small dog, like a, yeah. a dog crate. So if they're not on a nest and they're not able to do that instinctual stuff for a couple of days, it can work. So she was able to break one of her broodies that way. Yeah, like a hard, yeah, probably but, a hard bottom with no but, nesting material. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for people, because there are instances where people don't. Yeah. Don't have access to. All right, so we we have a problem we have to solve. Then I was not aware of the reasons why people want to break the broody hen, other than that they're like, well, she's not producing eggs, so she's wasting my time. I yeah, I've had them sit for three months or more if they're persistent, and it's quicker just to let them hatch eggs over three weeks, raise them, get okay, their maternity so leave over with. What I'm hearing is we need to invent the nursery. If there's no room in the egg hutch for the other hens to lay their eggs, because that broody hen's going to win. She's being a little mean. Mm -hmm. So we got to give her her own space. Hmm. So that's something to think about. Hmm. Uh, if you want to go ahead and unmute Mackenzie again, I'm, I'm not I'm sure trying. how we lost her. And I... just click right there. I'm clicking. You know, and one other thing is their maternity leave is about six weeks. And that's like the same as us as humans. Yeah, so if we a get a maternity That's a long time. Leave. You got to click on... I am. Okay. Um, I don't know. Go, I go, to, go to the left just a little bit more. To the left. Right there. Click. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure what's going on. I guess I maybe we either. lost Mackenzie. No, we didn't. Oh, she's in there. She's there. There, there she's now. Oh. There she got it. I not sure know, what. I don't know why the, the audio thing. Go ahead. Okay. So if you have a broody hen, I, we say don't try to break her. To me, that's just insane. That that I mean, I, I wish mean, I just could. Just give her one chick. Okay, so if you give her, so that, that opens up a whole nother conversation. Well, you get one chick, one extra chicken a year. All right. Per uh, hen. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, Mackenzie, do you have one more did, question for us? Did I mention I'm in trouble um, with my HOA? Oh. Hey. Hello. <laughs> um, so this is a question that I got um, that actually kind of stumped me a little bit. Um, 
why is it called industrial hemp? Oh, mm. that's a fun one. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know exactly why it's called industrial hemp, well, but I so it's not confused with <laughs> recreational cannabis. Right? But I would assume, like I never looked up the definition or the answer to why do we call it industrial hemp, but yes, because it was used for things that are very industrial, from paper to textiles. Right, right, right. And, and that too. And right, and if I, if my memory serves me correct, and I don't know if this is true or not, but someone told me, you know, we're going to go back 200 years of why they made it illegal, which has to do with, you know, lobbyists and they knew the benefits from the right. plant. So they wanted to produce other things so they can make money. You know, we're not, not to get into all that, but uh, that is a great question. And I would only assume because it can be used for just about anything. All right. You had the better answer. I had the more fun answer. <laughs> um, oh, here comes the coffee. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh. <laughs> all right, uh, Mackenzie. So Mackenzie, you will be flying down next week. She's going to. Be here. I said. There's a big mush word. I'm the only one that can use mush words. You're flying down. Can't wait for you to check out your new office. Mackenzie, thank you so much. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Kenzie. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. So that was Mackenzie, everyone. The three top questions for the week. So I'm glad we're getting some different questions up there. Uh, that was a good question. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever answered that. I've never been asked that ever. Yeah. Do you want some Instagram questions? Would love some Instagram questions. Now, I do want at some point in the show just to do a chicken check, a chick check on the eggs that were incubating. Oh, okay. So I did run an extension cord. We can bring it over here. So just wanted to put that out there. So Ingrid, whenever you say is a good time, I want to do a couple candle or candle a couple eggs. All right. We'll get some quick questions. All on, right. And then we'll go to that. Um, somebody asked, how do you get the hardware cloth pulled tight when you're applying it on there? <laughs> I guess this is what this show is about. You know, I love how good my guys do attaching that hardware cloth. And I can tell you that it is truly an art. And to do it well, you got to be able to look at that hardware cloth and know exactly how to start it and what direction you should go in your approach to stapling it on so it stretches it. Now, in the shop, when we have our custom coops and our turnkey coops or whatever whatever time we're stapling screen on, we actually do it one with the walls vertical. And it's easier to let it hang down, we have found. You would think it's easier to have the wall lay flat. No, it's definitely easier to have it going vertical. And that's gonna start you on the right way to be able to, when you're attaching with the staple gun, you ping pong back and forth in that gun. Each time you shoot it in. Don't you angle the. And you angle it just a little bit and it stretches it. Angle stretches the staples. So but I can tell you, you got to be. It. Yes. You got to be able to read the screen. You can't just take every piece of screen and think it's all going to react the same. It all depends how it came off the roll, which way the natural curve is. But you literally look at it and once you start it, you don't ever want to try to manipulate it. It's like, a, it's like sheet metal. Once you start it, that's it, and you just got to roll it out. Do you have it so that it's uh, rounded like this? If this is your, if this is your, it's wood, like it unrolls. It, I know, but some, you know how it's concave. Mm -hmm. Would you would you attach it like that no. or the opposite? Like opposite. That? You want 
You start it so that it wants to roll up on you, okay. but gravity will push it down. And when you ping pong back and forth, the other thing you're looking for is you can kind of tell you can do like maybe 10 staples over here. Then you look at it. Then you can shoot here. You don't want to go one, 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 one. You could. That would take forever. But sometimes you can only do a couple. Then maybe you got to do 10 over here. So it, it is like working dough. Is there a wrong side and a, a right side to the hardware clock? No. Okay. Good question, but no. Great. That's helpful. Um, somebody asked if you can do a bunny hutch. Not only can we, there's nothing we can't do, but we've done several bunny hutches. Um, bunny, we've taken even our regular oh, chicken coop. Yeah, I remember you didn't, that guy yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. A long time ago, he used, we made him a bunny hutch out of a Carolina coop. Yep, and we've done them where they've, we've separated them from the males and females because they were going to breed them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Love bunny hutches. Um, so, okay, I'll get, I'll get another question. Then I have visuals for the other two. Love some visuals. So somebody was asking, how high should the roost bars be? Should be. Well, they should only be high enough that your chickens can easily jump up to them. Is it, is there a, you know, certain number of inches from the I would say the... for your normal chickens that have feathers, unlike silkies. Proper feathers, yes. Proper feathers. Uh, <laughs> You know, you know, some people are going to argue with me on this. They're going to say, well, 24 <clears throat> inches is too tall. They can't get up there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's amazing where chickens can Mine get. Mine are four feet tall. Exactly. You know what I mean? If I just said four foot tall. But people... after I clipped their wing feathers, some of the heavier ones have trouble getting up there. So I had to put a overturned trash can down below for them to have a hop. Right. And then they'll also people will comment, well, that's too far for them to jump down. So I think 24 inches is a good sweet spot. Yeah, I think so too. I think mine are too tall. Yeah. So I, I think... Not a Carolina coop. Right. I have a Carolina coop. The one that she's referring to anyways. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm going to share this too. So the question here is, um, what's the ideal base for a coop? Assuming that everything is level and the dirt is packed. And now I'm going to go here. Go ahead, you can talk. I don't wanna... Well, so site preparation. And the question is, what is the best type mm -hmm. of base? Yeah, so I guess if you're, you have a level ground, ground, okay, and you wanna put a base. Okay. What's well, the best type of base? I would that? say that you don't have to put a base. Right. And then you go. Yes. You definitely, the first thing we got to tell you is every single one of our structures is pressure treated on the bottom. So you do not have to have a base. Now, if your ground is already flat and level and you still want a base, there's going to be two main reasons I know people want to put a base in. And I can't argue with it. I think it's actually a great idea, especially if it's in your budget, is you're creating another area to deep litter your run. Right. Okay. I would you, say that's a big benefit. Huge. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can, you're creating side walls to hold it all in. It's just mm -hmm. that simple. Uh, but the question really comes into like what material, you know, and here we got a great picture right. behind us and I have never seen this. I know. That is amazing. a beautiful, you're looking at a beautiful American coop. Is that block? And that looks like what concrete. you're looking at right now is a concrete foundation and you have a sill plate on top. So here's the thing I want people to realize. If you're going to do a base, whether your ground is already flat or not, is... A couple of examples here. Yeah. Um, Pressure-treated lumber, I would normally say is going to be the most cost-effective way, but lumber is through the roof. Uh, so now it might be worth looking into the cost of concrete. I can tell you if your soil is already 
very sandy and soft, and it's not really going to compact. That's where a concrete footer comes into play. For example, Florida. You know, right there, you can see Florida had to do concrete down there. It's all very, very sandy. And I tell you, my customers in Texas, boy, do they love their concrete. Um, they put in concrete footers all the time. And it's more because they get some pretty high winds. So it's just another great way to anchor your coop down. So if you're going to do a concrete footer, you're going to have a lot of cost and labor because you got to put in your forms. You got one chance to make sure you get it right. But if you do it right, it's amazing. And then... When we do our concrete footers, we put a sill plate on top where we just take a board and lay it flat. And then we tap con that down into the concrete, which are just bolts for masonry. And then that makes it super easy then to attach the bottom of the chicken coop, which is already wood, to the sill plate, which is already wood. Um, so when people ask what is the best, you know, I, I would say if you had to, if money was no object, you can't go wrong with concrete as long as it's done right, but you can definitely get away with a pressure treated base and i'm not sure if we have any pictures there is a gentleman i want to show off his coop another customer out in california he made some great points about the base he put in he put in a pressure treated base but underneath the pressure treated base he put in blocks and then underneath the blocks he put in stone which is really slick and that's really you know if you want to get technical is one of the right ways the best ways to do it because you're going to trench it out you're going to put stone down, pack that stone down with a tamper. That gives it a nice solid base for anything above it to sit on so it doesn't settle. It also allows drainage, okay? And then he did it so that he, I guess he planned on he's going to move. And mm. he wanted to be able to remove his base even and leave zero visual impact. Never, you would never mm. know there's a chicken coop that was going to be there. Versus a concrete, you're going to see it. Yeah, I think for the DIY, the pressure treated is is best and i've noticed that you guys usually do a half lap on the corners and i would also mention that your measurements are outside outside yes yeah when we get a customer that orders a chicken coop there's a lot of talk and a lot of schematics that go out to whoever's putting in the base or if it's us and we just yeah. do it but yeah we like we to show provide off our... those those measurements because the last thing you want to do is put all that effort into a base and then have it not fit we had it happen recently yeah. and the customer tried to blame us Mm, no, we were right. Unfor I mean, I'm glad we were right. Their contractor, I don't know if he just, I don't know what he was thinking when he put in his, and it was a beautiful concrete job, but they were off two feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, we have another question that we got. Um, yeah, I love the questions. And this is something that comes up a lot, and I have a page that will explain this as well. Um, but how many chickens can I put in an 8 by 24 foot run? The most important question, how many chickens can you put in this coop? Is that or what, you have a calculator or what? Or what size? Oh, what size? Because I'm horrible at numbers. I know you're very, very good at numbers. Um, or what size coop should I get because I want X number of chickens? Right. Oh. This and is 8 by 24 is 192 square feet. So here we have the... Look this, at that. There's a couple of explanations. So this you've shown before. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, for our listeners right now, okay, yes, yeah, so, I mean, look Ingrid, at Ingrid. you did a great job. Ingrid has just done an amazing job. I would also like to point out. I mean, that is just fantastic. She created all this from scratch. I almost feel like we're a little bitter right now why we keep mentioning we create our own work. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. um, did, did you know you're not supposed to steal people's pictures and call them your own? Does everyone out there know that? Yeah, let's just make a little PSA, public service announcement. Yeah. Because a picture exists on the internet, 
you do not have the right to take that picture and use it for your own purposes. Yeah. And, and call it your own. So well, I showed pictures off the internet the last time. Of that's the okay. Okay. So showing a picture on the internet, that's fine. Taking it and saying, this is my chicken. Oh. This is the kind of chicken I can, using it to profit or even just taking a somebody else's work. Taking out to someone at work and calling it your own. Anyways. All right. So yes, Ingrid, this is beautiful. Thank you. So it is the most important thing. If you're going to order a chicken coop, build a chicken coop, you got to get the size right. If you do not get the size right, you are doomed. And not only do you have to focus on how many chickens you're going to start with, you got to understand. If you can just scroll up a little bit more, chicken math right here. Chicken math is real. Can you explain chicken math real quick? You will never have enough. <laughs> so let's get right That's into what it. It so, says on the bottom. Um, well, I know. I just read it. <laughs> you never have enough room or enough chickens. All right. So let's talk about this real quick because this is There's such so an important many subject. Chickens. And you'll be able to use this video, hopefully, in our QA uh, when people have that question, how, you know, what size coop should I get? So if you can scroll back up, Ingrid. Um, Scrolling. Look at, boy, you're getting good with that Mac. I know. It's uh, go, go right on up. Go right on up to the image. There we go. Okay. So again, with a chicken coop, when I talk about a chicken coop, I'm referring to the entire structure, and you have two parts, okay? you got the hen house, that's where the chickens sleep at night, they're on their roost bars, that's their bed, and then they also lay their eggs in there. And then the other part is the run. So there's two things we have to consider on what size coop should we get. Now the most important part is that hen house, and, and the run can change depending on if you can free range or not. But the hen house is the hen house. So, um, so an eight by twenty-four coop is that a six by eight hen house or a four by eight? Yeah. So the the, the question was eight by twenty-four. Yeah, and it's I don't even know if it's pertaining to ours coop All in right. particular. So let's just say okay, you got an eight by twenty-four chicken coop. So we're gonna assume it's eight foot wide and twenty-four foot long. But first thing I need to know is what size hen house. So if it's a four-foot hen house, you have two roost bars. If it's a six-foot deep hen house, then you have three roost bars. That's so right. 24 chickens. Right. So I like the one-foot rule. So we got to make sure when it comes to the actual size of the hen house, and I know a lot of city ordinances get really hung up on square footage of the hen house. That's actually not the first thing you need to think about. You got to think about, am I going to have enough space on the roost bars for the chickens to sleep? Right. We like the one-foot rule. Right. So an eight-foot roost bar would have eight chickens. Eight chickens. Just so that if simple. there's two, 16. then you have 16. That's right. And then you got to make sure that you have the right number of egg boxes. Mm -hmm. One egg box for every four hens. Every four hens. And I have three to eight because, <laughs> come on. Yeah. You can have more. Yeah, absolutely. I have 10 chickens and they yeah. use one box about Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So I can't say that because most people are going to get on me like the YouTube chicken police. So we go by the industry standard for four to six per nest box, um, even though, yeah, you'll get 10 sharing one nest box. But definitely more. But we never know really what box that is. Yeah. Otherwise, we would start with that box. Right. And then when people you know, earlier are talking about, well, my hen's going broody and we got to break her up because I don't have enough room in my egg boxes. That's why, you know, bigger is better when it comes to chicken coops. And then, of course, to go back to chicken math. Right. So, yeah, we were talking about how many hens to fit in the hen house. And then you also have to consider how much room do they have on the ground, the, the ground space, you know, the, um, the ground. Right. And that actually is very, very important. So well, for that size chicken coop, that's 192 
square feet and there's roughly a 10 foot rule there okay so when yeah. we're talking more, about but really the the more the better right yeah, the ten... least is 10 yeah. okay yeah. If you cannot free range you want the biggest run possible right. 10 square feet right. per hand is what i always call industry standard that is the bare minimum right. if you only have 10 square feet per hand you're you're gonna ha have some sounds hands. like a lot but they just work that ground not only do they work it all right you got to think about that nitrogen load yeah so bigger the better when it comes to the run. If you can free range, then the run size is not as critical. But that 10 square feet, so that would be like 19.2. I My minimum, if you cannot free range, is I would say 20 square feet. I, I would easily double it. But one thing I wanted to go back to is when we're talking about the hen house and chicken math, if you got a chicken coop and let's say, okay, it's 8 foot wide and you got two 8 foot roost bars, that's 16 feet, so 16 chickens, you shouldn't start off with 16 yes, chickens. Yes, I was about to say that too. <laughs> exactly. And why should we not max well, I up? like to stagger my flocks, for one. I want to stagger their egg production. You may think that you want as many eggs as possible right from the start, but the, they do have all of these peaks and valleys, both seasonally and by age. So it is. I find it's wonderful to, to stagger their stagger the flocks yeah you got to leave room inside your hen house to grow your flock and then you're going to see a chicken that you can't live without or somebody gives you one or forces one you got to have the green so, eggs got to yeah, have the yeah, blue eggs yeah. i mean that's what makes chickens awesome right. so you got to leave room in your flock and after about three to four years that egg production is going to decline right. and you may not be happy with that and most likely you're not going to turn her her retirement into soup mm -hmm. you know you're going to keep her and you got to leave room to add to your flock. So very, very important. So I know specifically you're asking about an eight by 24. So I hope we hit yeah. those numbers, but those are the things you got to think about no matter what particular size coop you're thinking about. Right. All right, I get back to I think the big factors there were room to grow Although, and if you're going to free range or not. Ecam. Oh, darn it. <laughs> okay. And even part-time free ranging counts. It, you know, here's the thing about part-time free ranging. I have an issue with part-time free-ranging. I do. Well, I thought we like gray area, wiggle room. Yeah, I part-time free-range. Yeah, Here's what happens. Too. That's like, I know what it's like to be out. Oh, that's like an indoor cat that gets the taste for the outdoors. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, I guess what I meant was I have an area, but I'll give them more. I have a big run area for them outside of their coop, and then I'll give them more area at different times because it seems that chickens always want something new. Yeah, yes. they do. They do. <laughs> Because you got to make sure they don't get bored. Yep. That's yeah. their job is to go out and find new areas to scratch, to eat, to break down the droppings behind larger animals. I mean, it just makes oh, and sense. I don't let mine out. Oh, they are like. Oh, they're going crazy. Dragging their beaks across the wire like a prison. Absolutely. So that's where, you know, yes, I, I do agree. I mean, no matter what, free ranging is the best. But if you can't free range, I almost think you're better off not never letting them out, but go as big as possible with a run. But it does help to get them out. Also, another tip for part-time free-ranging is to do it before sunset. Yes. If you're going to do it at any time, the easiest time I find is just like an hour or two before sunset because that way they put themselves to bed. Yep, absolutely. All right, one more question, then we'll go to your eggs. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, 
and I'll get to other. How are we questions. doing on time? I can't see the we time. And how many how many people are we in. watching? This is this is so hard for me to let go of this control. Mm. But let's go ahead. Just hover over the big big screen. Forty-nine, 49 people. So we've been people. hovering right there. So forty-nine people out there. Thank you so much for taking the time. I hope you're enjoying the show. We definitely want to build an audience. So I just wanted to make sure for all our listeners out there, anything you can do to help share this, to promote it, talk about it. We want to continue to build the audience. And our hope is also that we can bring you guys on. Yeah, I'm not going to push Ingrid to her breaking point, but very, very soon, you know, just like how we bring Mackenzie on, if you listeners out there, your viewers want to show off uh, your chicken coop, you want to talk about that, maybe you got a problem with your chicken coop and you just want to come on the show, we absolutely will be able to do that very soon. All right, so the last question on Instagram um, is, well, it's specific, but we can talk about this. What are the shipping costs on getting a coop to Washington State? So explain how we if you know how we get to our shipping costs. I have a feeling, Ingrid, you know more about that than I do now. <laughs> well, but you could explain how our coops are shipped out. All right. Well, our most of our chicken coops are shipped out uh, in panels, either standing or flat stacked. So, like, for example, our California coop is flat stacked. It's, it's a smaller coop, so that just works out well. But most of our coops that go out they're panelized they're standing so they're pretty tall they're, they're very heavy they range anywhere from on average 12 to 1600 pounds and they go out on a four by six pallet are they still yep. packed like that yes mm -hmm. yep. a-frame yes they're standing and i can tell you you know right now because they're still coming out of the new york shop to go all the way to the west coast is going to cost more than if we we're shipping down on the east coast but we aggressively I think we do a great job aggressively shop around using a broker to be able to pass along that savings to our customers. And it's amazing how much cheaper it is now than it was in the beginning when we first started this business. But we do, you know, outsource it LTL, which means less than a truckload. And it shows up to your house via tractor trailer in most areas. Uh, unfortunately, some of our customers in California you just cannot get, you know, 18 wheelers up in these mountains. So it's still an option to have a third party carrier where it comes to you on a smaller truck. And of course, you can always pay us the turnkey service and we'll bring it to you, the white glove service. All right. Did, did you answer the question? Yes. I don't know. No. And also, you, you also, there's not one standard shipping cost per state. It depends on the coop, the size of the coop. Um, yeah, and the way that's what I mean. Code, yeah. I haven't booked a shipment probably in five years. I mean, is it 500, 700? Couldn't tell you. I don't have a clue. It depends on the coop. So, an American coop to Washington State might be $800 or $1,000 to ship. Yeah, it depends on the weight, depends on the size. Depends on what's going on with the world. Depends on if there's even fuel. Yeah. Congratulations by making it here today so you guys didn't run out of gas. We no. both have hybrids. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what? see, wait, I was wait, waiting for Nan to chime in. Yeah. Here, 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 Nan, Nan, come on in. Come on in. We're going to say hi to Nan, or I'm going to get the baby chicks she ready. She's amazing, anyway. Yes, come on I know. in. Come on in. Huh? We have guests coming. Well, I know. Look at you. And I was cleaning. I was playing housekeeper. Come, come on in. Look okay, at Yay. No she one, is uh, such a great hostess. Okay. She's if you ever wanted to know. I can't. Hi. See? Here's where Jed is like, oh, they're sweaty. This Hi. is Yay. not, she has the answers of everything. So, yeah. Oh, oh. clink. <laughs> so tell people about shipping. Um, there's oh. a lot to shipping. It's not just um, 
giving it to the UPS man and having him put it on the brown truck or the purple mm -hmm. FedEx truck or anything like that. There, there's a lot behind it. Um, there's a lot of logistics. And Kenzie in the office, who we spoke to earlier about the three questions for the week or whatever you guys call it, um, mm -hmm. which is really great, she handles all of that. So she is the knower of all the things, especially about shipping. But um, I taught her some things, so <laughs> I know a little. Uh, so shipping heavily depends on what style and size coupe you get. So it depends on if you get the California coupe where it's a flat stack knockdown pallet, um, where sometimes it can be stackable, other times it cannot. And other times when you get a American or a Carolina coupe, it's stacked up in a teepee on the pallet. So it's just a different, um, what do you call that density mm -hmm. density so it has to there's a lot of dimensions there and weights and everything that we have to take into consideration so when you call us up and say hey listen how much is it to ship a coupe to seattle it depends on what size coupe you want it depends on what style coupe you want so i can estimate about how big the pallet is going to be like dimensionally as well as the weight and I just ran it and it's about a thousand dollars for a, a smaller Carolina or American to a terminal for pickup in Seattle. So, so maybe explain curbside versus terminal for pickup. Curbside pickup is a. Mm, so like I could for get a lack of better words. It's not awesome for everybody <laughs> unless you're out in the country, but not too far out in the country. Um, unless you have a short paved driveway or a forklift on your property or a pallet jack a pallet jack if you have a perfectly flat concrete driveway so usually they're gonna if it's curbside the truck is gonna leave it at the curb they're gonna take the it the truck is gonna pull over on the side of the road and drop your coupe pallet at the curb and they're, they can't block the mailbox right they cannot block the mailbox and they cannot block state or local highways or your road or your driveway yeah. um, they can make it very difficult for you to get in and out especially if you drive larger vehicles like uh like matt and i do not necessarily you guys because you guys drive the the nice compact little cars um, but they can make it very difficult and a lot of folks are in the in the idea that um you know oh i had a lumber for a deck delivered mm -hmm. and i saw my neighbor uh just moved in and she had a tractor trailer come in with all of her stuff from her house and it's not the same tractor trailers that move like household goods are um rated for a lot much less weight than tractor trailers that you see hauling building like a lot freight, of building yeah. materials and freight and stuff like that so freight to residence is not easy freight to terminal is usually better even if you have to rent a vehicle to go pick it up at the terminal it's going to be a lot easier faster less headaches and less expensive also so i'm going to say about a thousand dollars right now and that changes daily mm -hmm. you know depending on the fuel and all of the other worldly happenings that go on daily um <laughs> So it just changes daily. So it, you know, it's it's an estimate from us until your coupe is actually done and packed and ready to ship. And then we run it and it is what it is. And 
um, you know, we, we're pretty good about estimating. But. One, okay. One thing I would like you to answer that mm -hmm. I, I don't know how we still get this question. Is there anywhere we cannot ship a coop? No. Right. We get asked all the time, can you ship to Texas? Can you ship to the Netherlands? Can you ship to Australia? I just, uh, I have a gentleman who would like to speak to you about a coop in Switzerland. Perfect. We love I mean, is it maybe gravel roads or one-way roads or they, anything like that? Yeah, they can't go down those roads. Okay. If, if, so, you I can't, mean, so you'd have to get terminal pickup for that kind of situation. Right. If, okay. you, if you live on a gravel road, if you live on a private road, if you live on a one-way road, if you live on a narrow residential street with parking on both sides or opposite parking every other day only on Tuesdays <laughs> in July, those places are – you can't get – a tractor trailer down those roads. Yes, you can get lumber from Lowe's and you can have a refrigerator delivered and you can have a household moving company come in. Those are different trucks. Freight of this size is just different. Trust me when I say we give you the absolute best price that we can, excuse me, that we can. Um, nobody wants to move these coops faster than we do <laughs> for the least amount of cost, trust me. Yep. That's a promise. On that note, I have to go sell some more chicken coops. Yes. Thank you, Nan. Bye. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for everything. Okay. Good job, Nanner. <laughs> a little late. All right. No, no worries. All right. So, um, one of the little white ones might be better. One of the, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to practice mm -hmm. Nan left her glasses here. Uh, and Nan, your phone's up on the shelf. Uh, let's practice some candling. I saw a couple of people asking about candling. Uh, is there any questions we should get to before we start this? Cause, no, go to the candle. All right, so we're going to we're gonna kill some lights because the candling does not work. Well, try a little white one before you kill lights. Okay. So we're going to bring in this awesome incubator. Oh, okay. And then let's see if we turn it around. Turn it around. So here's our eggs. 99.5 degrees, 52% humidity, almost perfect, right? Yeah, can you give not her glasses and her phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I couldn't see the top number. <laughs> How are you going to sell coops that way? <laughs> All right, let's see. Ah, I don't know if you can see that. No, we're going to turn... We're going to just see if well, this works or not. This is an experiment. This one, okay, I put this one on the candler, and it's simply just a bright light, and you can see the air cell, and it is solid. I don't know if you can it's see developing. that. It's developing. Probably we're gonna kill one, yeah, one that's it's not clear well, what you're seeing. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. See, we don't want to lose the green screen, or it's gonna look really goofy. Look at that. Okay, that might work. I don't know if you can and see that. Let me try a white here. one. Hold on. Oh, that one too. That one looks pretty good. This one you can see veins and the embryo. I don't know if you can see the air cell. You might be able to see that right there. Yeah. That air cell is clear. Okay. And then you've got a dark, dark area. You've got a ring and a dark area. And so, this one you do have. Oh, yeah. You do have that. a black. You have some veins in oh, there. Oh, now you can see that. Yep. And let me see. I did have a one that was not. That um, is a bright candler. I did have one that was. This one is developed. I did have an unfertilized one in here. This one is too. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. 
Just let me know what I can do to help you. Okay. Some of these are the shells. I think the one that you picked up earlier, the shell was just too thick to see through it. That one's fertilized too. Well, give it, give it a chance. Okay, it, this one go. is not fertilized. Oh yeah, and you can see the difference right there. Just right, the, you can no see shadows. The, 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 you can barely see the yolk in there, and mm -hmm. the yolk really just floats around as you move it, mm -hmm. and it's just like barely, barely a little spot in there. But there's no veins, no dark spot, no black opaque ribbon through it. So that one, yeah. that one we could crack open right now if we wanted to, but. Now put one and of the other ones. It's going to be an egg. Okay. Put one of the so, other ones on so people can. Yeah, nice I've never nice seen this far. before. I've never candled. I don't know if you guys. It's just focus instead of focus. There we go. So the air sac, you see the air sac. Mm -hmm. We talked about that in the last show. So yeah, you've got I, yeah, some you can pretty see good that. roosters doing some fertilization. and. These, these are marks. Oh. Well, where's some of yours? Mine are in the middle. Okay, let's try some but in the middle. I, those those shells are pretty. I don't. That's okay. That's okay. Let's give really... let's give it a try. All right, All right. So we are candling eggs. I know that you can't see through those. And I, I wish I could turn the camera on. I would, or I'd probably screw it up. My daughter just came running as soon as she heard that we're candling <laughs> eggs. This is how powerful. Candling. Yeah, it's just. No, wait. Slow down. Slow down. You got, yeah. you got it. Look at it. Give it a second. Yeah, Look you at can the see air that. sac. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's developed. And this is only a week. Right. I know. But that's the important thing. It's very, very dark. Does this bring back memories, Jetta? Yep. All right. Oh, here's a green egg. Look at it. <laughs> you can tell it's a green egg because of the green screen. And it's not it's not fertilized. We can take that one out. Oh, son of a gun, you're right. It almost looks like it on camera, but Oh, well, we can see the air cell, but there's absolutely nothing else. Oh, I, I, I forgot to mention something, and I know this is one of your pet peeves. I tried so hard to clean my fingernails. I've been tearing apart sprinkler systems all week. And they looked awful. Uh oh. Look at that. Yeah. That looks good. So that's what they should look like. This is week one. Awesome. All right. So they All right. are working. That is a good shot. And it did work. What do you think, Jetta? We're going to have some baby chicks soon. Two weeks. All right, do we have any questions about this from the viewers? Let's see. Will this help? Because the, the light at the bottom makes it hard to see on the... As always, non to the rescue with some idea. Let's well, see. Well, you know, like the light, the flashlight candler that we have? Yeah. It has like a... Oh! oh, Jesus. Yeah. We're good. Oh, my gosh. That We're good. I, I don't good. know. We'll work on this. Oh. We'll work on this. Yeah, it's so bright down below here. Right. But no, we're well. This one wasn't. Another one is. That's fertilized. Oh yeah, that's definitely fertilized. All right. Once here, take this before I drop it again. Can we put some clear nail polish on it and check. That one's gonna be like Nemo. Uh, I don't see any. I don't. It's it's not compromised. It's Perfect. not compromised. Exactly. I think we're good. I think we're, we're good. good. 
Uh, All did right. We, did we check the gray one? I couldn't see through it, but go ahead. Okay, I love this one. You want to mm -hmm. try? Here, Jetta, come on over here. So Michelle asked, when do you usually see movement, or do you ever see movement in the... No, no. I, you never, because by the time they're ready to hatch, they're just so... Compact. Compacted in there. They can't, they can't move. Okay. I mean, you can sometimes hear them chirping before they hatch. Oh, I did hear chirping when oh, I yeah. came out here. That's kind of cool. This one's so dark, we can't really see it. Uh, that, 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 no, 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 it, That's it, not a great idea. It, it fell. It fell the last time. That's too big. Okay. No. So it's harder to candle like a copper moron egg than it, it is. is. I, I usually like just have to let them go. All right, why don't you take this one? Yeah. And for some reason, some of these <laughs> are just, <laughs> oh, right you would think that you'd be able to see through them, but they're just. Now, I want to show something off real quick. How's my audio being on the other side of the mic? It's okay, but you should zoom the camera out if you want to, so we can see everybody. Okay. <laughs> A little bit more. Okay. Okay, perfect. All right. Here's one of the things I love about this incubator. So it has the countdown. Perfect. And it mimics mama hen by turning them. And this will automatically know, correct, right. when they need to stop being turned. Yep. Because it has a day where it, it, has it counts. It has a countdown, yeah. It has a countdown. And again, especially for our teachers out there, if you're watching, one of the things I think is the best about this incubator is it's so easy to see everything going on right. inside there. Sometimes I will just go ahead and do that just to make sure that they're all turning appropriately. They're not hung up anywhere and they're all turning great. So we have success. So in about, what, two more weeks, we should have baby chicks hatching, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Right at noon. <laughs> we okay. can candle them again next week, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that Oh, you want to grab that cord for me? Yeah. All right, you want a question? Sure. Okay. Yes. So, um, Jeffrey Dale Cruz is asking, my chicks, one and a half months old, got scared by a hawk in the neighborhood a few weeks back. And what are some tips to make sure hawks don't keep harassing their birds? Are you legally allowed to answer that? No, I'm... There's a blank stare. Do you, you recognize it? Crows feeding crows or yes, yes, yes. Yes, crows. Uh, crows. Love crows. crows. Are great. Uh, I was going to work on my crow call. So bringing that. crows in can actually help tremendously to keep hawks away from your property because having a dog too. Dogs, I think, are the number one answer mm -hmm. to solve. Not for me. <laughs> really? Well, are your dogs outside much? Well, one of them likes chicken and one of them really likes chicken oh i just mean like the presence <laughs> of a dog hawks seem to know that there's a dog yeah. in the yard even if it's not always in the yard so we need to do soon that's grossing me out we need to do <laughs> soon <laughs> a um had this gentleman i met down in florida who's actually a dog trainer he took a dog that was insane the prey drive was through the roof mm -hmm. and i think it was about a couple weeks he was able to teach that dog to sit 
and be perfectly okay with the chicken. So yeah, having a dog is a great way to protect them. Crows and of course guardian geese. Yeah. I also have the netting, poultry netting over my run area. And also in a different area, I strung cable crisscross because hawks like to swoop, correct? So I, yeah, I actually, God, one week I'm going to get away from not talking about I was an exterminator, but I used to love doing that. Um, we would put in wire and we would do this like webbing through parking lots. And a lot of birds like hawks, in this case seagulls, when they come in by the thousands of these parking lots and make a mess, if they come down, you know, they spread their wings out. They, if the wire clips their wings, they don't like it and it deters mm-hmm. them from wanting to be in that area. Uh, we had a customer right in Raleigh. She did that successfully with fishing wire. Well, and I would also say that having shrubbery or anything Mm -hmm. low growing helps a lot because the chickens do use that for cover and they feel more secure in Mm -hmm. covered areas. Um, So if there is a hawk, it is nice that they have some place to go, maybe under the deck or under some some shrubs. Um, It's just, it's not foolproof, but it, it will help. Absolutely. I also found in my case, because I encourage the crows, that my flock reacts to the crows making a lot of noise because the crows are usually chasing mm-hmm. the hawks because the hawks want to eat the crows' eggs and babies. babies yeah. So when the crows, when they're outside and they're all scattered around and they hear crows making a lot of noise, they run up to the coop. Ah. Wow. Now, how did you attract crows? Um. They well, I had one a couple of years ago that used to just come up and on top of um, my fence, and once that and it would make a noise and it would see me. And crows are extremely intelligent, and I started feeding it. I would take some of my mealworms and chicken scratch and I put it out in a little container, and then I'd walk away. And then the crow would eat the stuff and then leave the container eight feet high on the top of the fence many times. But we had this little relationship that when I went out to see the chickens, I would hear the crow and I would feed the crow. But I also live in a right across from a park. So we get lots of hawks and lots of crows. So I just, I just encouraged. So now this season, when I saw the crows, I just started putting peanuts out Hmm. and they would take like whole peanuts and in the show, right, mm-hmm. and it is important to make sure that they're nesting nearby because that one keeps them there and makes them very territorial. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. That's kind of where I haven't learned anymore about how to provide good nesting areas. I'm assuming they nest up in the trees, uh, versus like you know you can see a lot of states that make eagles nests and it's just out in the middle of nowhere on a pole. Mm-hmm. So um, they don't have many predators. Aussie ox. Ozzy, yeah, from uh, the Netherlands, or he's he said, somewhere over there. He said, I think I might have a broody wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how are we doing on time? We uh, are at 102. We so. are 102, so we did our hour-long show, as promised. Right. Before I forget, because we're going to start wrapping it up soon, mm-hmm. I want to, Kristen, I haven't told you about next week's show. I cannot wait for next week's show. But I did want to put a little teaser out there. I'll get it for you. Do we remember, it was like two or three weeks ago, we were showing off Fish and Matt Ryan's chicken coop, yes. and we noticed this feeder. Yes. Uh, that you're about to see come up on your screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm there gonna... we go. There we go. Yep. Screen share. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, because of the show, one of our listeners, I'm not exactly sh- sure who, contacted the 
designer, the owner of this wonderful feed silo for mm -hmm. chickens, this wonderful product. He just so happens to be right here in the state of North Carolina, out of Wilmington. 90% of this product is made right here in North Carolina. He is looking to outsource or to source locally the two last parts that he has not been able to find yet here in the States. And he is very excited to give us one uh, to try out, to possibly do cross promotion and all mm. that fun stuff that businesses like to do. But, you know, I had a, God, two hours. I think a long conversation with him talking about how particular we are about, you know, people approach us all the time trying to promote the product, sell their product. If we don't, if we wouldn't use it, I don't promote it, period. And I just loved listening to this guy. He got real tacky and nerdy about so many things you would never, th you would never think exists in a product. And one of the things, I mean, there's so many great benefits and we're going to get into this next week. Um, he's going to bring one here. And we're going to unbox it and we're going to talk about it live, Yay! spontaneous, right. And I thought this would be something great for you to take home and report back to us and let us know what you think. But it's definitely a very high quality product. Again, we're going to get into all those details. But one of the things I have always been concerned about having a feeder like this out in the open is rain. Mm -hmm. And he said that there are parts of this design that make it 99.9% .9 rainproof. Wow. Couldn't believe it. So next week, if you guys aren't doing anything, next Friday, and you want to learn more about from Coopworks, this feed silo, we will be selling it on our website. We're going to do, we got some more things for Ingrid to get involved with to do cross promotions, but we will have the inventor, the designer, and he works with an engineer right out of Cary, North Carolina. And there's a company in Smithfield that actually does the molding. So I couldn't believe it. That's fantastic. I thought you'd get excited about that. So. That's Coop's Coopworks. Coopworks, yes. Great guy. Great guy. Because we know there's some bad apples out there stealing things, sending it to China. They re-engineer it, bring it back here. They undercut us American inventors, our, uh, the entrepreneurs here, and it just makes me so mad. And uh, he understood that. So we get to see it. Try it out. Fantastic. I think you might even have to bring some feed so we can dump it in there. I mean, really put it to the test. Mm -hmm. I even thought about maybe taking the show outside. Yeah, I saw the, yeah, the picture, how easy it is to dump. A lot. Because it's really at waist level or. Yeah, and it all started because his daughter, who's in one of those pictures, mm -hmm. said, Dad, I, I need a better feeder. And he just whipped that up. Mm. <laughs> I Love think it's it. amazing. Yeah. So, do you want to continue? Or yeah, let's. Uh, how are we doing on comments? How many viewers do we got? I don't want to bore anyone, but I do want to start okay. wrapping it up. But maybe we yeah. could do a rapid fire answer. Forty-five people, not bad. So they're hanging tight. Or Can't any think show you guys suggestions. Enough. Yeah. Oh, I did want to mention that. If there's any suggestions for the show now that we're finally starting to solidify everything mm -hmm. here, to see, I didn't have to set up. I turned the button on the mixer. Didn't have to touch it. Ah, uh -huh. I got Ingrid. I think she's still. She's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable. Boy, she was mad at me. I wish she looks I had a, good over there. She does. I wish I had a camera mm -hmm. on her this morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, she just wanted to slap me. I did. Yes. <laughs> I still might, but yeah. the day's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, so let's do some, uh, let's fire away some questions. I, there's That's so, not a lot of. Not a lot of questions. We don't I mean, there's comments, but there's not All right, a lot of fire away the questions. comments. We didn't do YouTube Chicken Police. Oh, do you want that? Yeah, so let's do, let, let's All fire right. it up. YouTube Chicken Police real oh, quick. Oh, my God. Oh, come go. on. Here we go. Let's make sure everything's working. I'm sorry. Sound uh, effects are low. Oops. No, nope. up one. I know. It's just very small. I know. That's why I tried to get you the bigger screen. I love this background. I can't hear it. 
No, because you got to go up one more. Go up one more. What do you no, mean? No, no, go up. Go up. We're going to get through this together. I promise. <laughs> go up to the scenes. Yeah. Click the one just above it where it says sirens. Oh. So if you are driving right now. Okay. <laughs> It is time for YouTube Chicken Police. We haven't done YouTube Chicken Police, I don't know, in how long. So then you can just go down, click in the bot. Now let's 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 uh, bring it down. We got to give someone people about, something new to look at. Okay. Um. How about? I'll tell you what. Oh oh, Ingrid's making some executive decisions. The logo. I have a lady coming to paint that logo in our front lobby. Nice. That's I've always wanted to say that we have a front lobby. Mm, it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. We're gonna have a big wing ding doodle. Probably once the shop is fully up and running, I want to invite everyone here. All right. You want your YouTube chicken police that you forced me to do? Okay. I don't force you to do anything. I just make suggestions. All right. Concerning the Michigan coop, which is the sure. big, beautiful coop. The coop in Dryden? Yes. Michigan. Wonderful chicken coop. It's very beautiful. It looks like you can have a lot of chickens, but the nest box seems very small. The actual box? I see, people see the big craftsman coop, and I guess they think they're you're supposed to have a gigantic nest. There's there's a not five for chickens. Gang uh, the nest chickens box, would correct. like that. They want the small, cozy, dark place to I, drop their eggs so they'll be safe. That's that's it's just it. instinct. Yeah. So it's not too small. It's our standard nest box. It works out perfect, I think. And I think when we tell people that eight chickens can use the same nest box, we People don't realize they don't do it all at the same time. Mm, that's a good a couple point. couple of times they it's like, will. Yeah, it's like having a scrunch in there. I've seen one on top of the other yeah. that's happened. But for the most part, they take turns. Yeah, it's like having a bathroom in a building. Not everyone's going to use the bathroom at the same time. Right. So we I, don't have a bathroom for every don't? employee or every well, family member. You're not supposed to be in there at the same time? We can now. We got four bathrooms. Urinals. Love it. Okay. Um, Bidet. A bidet. Oh, we talked about the bidet on the last show, didn't we? It's great. All right, here's another negative one um, about the Virginia duck coop. Um, mm. They said, lies, ducks poop wherever they sit. Should have constructed a sand floor in the duck house and done deep litter method. Pressure treated or not, that floral rot. Plus, I would never put pressure, pressure treated where they'll be mucking about with their bills or sleeping on. You're talking about the... Well, you know... And it's funny because you say it's negative, and it is a negative comment. I see that as 100% positive. I have gone live on the air saying I am not the experts at all. And we go to the experts, and we experiment. We try things, and we figure out what works and what doesn't work. And so this is interesting. They're saying to not use pressure-treated lumber in there, which mm -hmm. is I'm okay with that. But when I have some customers, and here's what happens. You know the old saying, the customer is always right. In the world of chicken coops, that's not always true, but there are times, like the one where it's a whole concrete pad for the entire chicken coop, no matter what I said, you're not going to tell them anything different. So there are times, I think that was one of those cases. Uh, so I agree with it. I am a fan of like what we did with the goose house in Alabama. It was non-pressure treated, three-quarter inch plywood, and we oiled the whole thing with a food-safe oil, so now it's a giant wooden salad bowl. Okay. Number two, they said to use sand. Construction sand floor. A construction sand floor. Yeah, because there's like play sand and construction sand. Oh, I, yeah, I understand because con construction sand supposedly has a lot more like the silica air gel in it. It's really bad. If, you know, if you let your kids mm -hmm. play in the sand, you're breathing that in, that's going to be really bad. 
Um, I, I, I don't know. You know, if people out there, if, if uh, you have good suggestions like this, yeah, we are open to it and we can try it out. We are definitely not the experts yet, but we are working on it. And this is why I can't wait with Shelly. Uh, you know, again, I was talking this morning. She's already sending me pictures and videos. And she does have, she said, she doesn't think the deep layer system is going to work. This is very fascinating. This is very fascinating. And also to that point, I was almost going to call a customer. She insists on using the Aubie chick. She doesn't like what I thought most people like, the horse bedding, the larger particles. And we had another customer today mad. And I don't blame them. I appreciate how important it is that we brand a certain item but he got the horse batting and not the obby check mm. even though it's a, it, it same company same material just a different particle he was not happy about it so it's going to be interesting too what type of carbon source we're using and you using. don't want to offer both you know it, it's coming to the point i almost think i'm gonna have to or people are focused on the outside of the packaging not so much the particles mm -hmm. We had Taylor Brandt on Instagram who did a story of him unbox unboxing his Obby chick, which we appreciate that. Thank you, Taylor. Oh, can we watch it? Can we bring that up or no? <sighs> if not, maybe next it's, time. It's, I would... it's a story, so a, sto um, oh, a story only gotcha. lasts for 24 hours. Oh, okay. So I have Those it on. stories. You know you're I getting know. old when you don't understand social media. Yeah. Um, so somebody, here's a nice comment. Someone on the Predator Apron video, they said I was dredging i was dreading digging my predator proofing i'm going to try this so they were happy that you don't have to bury it there is nothing better than how we do the predator apron yeah. and that is why I put it that, works yes it works perfectly you're going to save time you're going to save your back so easy yeah. um oh somebody asked on on the comments here any update on the acre product like, have we decided what we're hmm. doing with that not yet uh you know now with everything that's going on with the new building we got two buildings going now probably i'm not going to make a final decision on it until we are back together in one building and i think it's just going to be something that we're going to slowly introduce oh this yes that i thought that was i opened that email yesterday and i thought it might be nice to read that like a kind of a, like a carolina coops high oh yes this is this is great all right, this is from Mark Mirko. This note is long overdue, but I wanted to make sure you all understand how grateful my family and our chickens are for your videos. The information provided by the videos, both on the structures and how their design benefits chickens' health and habits, was an invaluable aid as I constructed a coop based on your suggestion over the late fall and winter months. The final footprint of our coop is eight by 22 with an eight by eight hen house, two feet above and within the footprint. I can't list the number of ways your videos helped as they are too numerous to mention, but it would be a serious lapse of manners if I didn't say thank you for all the help. Our flock has never been happier. Mark Mirko. Mark, thank you. From YouTube. I appreciate thank that. Thank you. You know, um, and, and that's why we do this. And I always tell people if, you, you're, if you're oh. not going to buy one of my chicken coops, I want you to learn from us to build your own coop. Um, so Mark, I can't thank you enough for that. I'm so that makes me yep. so happy. Yep. The chickens will be happy, the healthy, you'll be happy. Everyone will be happy. Yes. And the only other comment that I had here, which is something in that vein, um, from Mara on YouTube about the Michigan coop. And she said, this is stunning, but what I'm most enamored by is the care, respect, and support given for the chickens to breathe, function, be safe, 
and live and have space. It makes me so happy. I see this being promoted, encouraged, and developed. So thank you, Mara, for that. Yes, thank you. Because that's really what's at the core of what we do. Right. That is, I mean, we should almost steal that and put it up on the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is it. I mean, I've done mm-hmm. this since I was a kid because it just makes sense. It just makes sense. But so many people, what is interesting is you got to learn what makes sense. And that's what we're trying to advocate is, yes, we build chick coops. This is what I want to yeah. promote. But I'm explaining why we do what we do. That way, if you're out chick coop shopping, you're going to realize what we do. If you're out trying to buy mm-hmm. accessories, you're going to realize why we promote what we promote. And it all starts with the chickens and understanding them. And there are so many companies, especially when you see these coops coming over from China, mm-hmm. they make them look good. They tell you, oh, yeah, you can put 10 chickens in there. I wouldn't put two chickens in no. there. And I don't want people to get out of this great hobby because they were misled. Yeah. Or that they had bad results for right. their chickens. Well, they were misled, which ended up giving them bad results. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was trying, I'm working on trying to keep it shorter. Okay. All right, we ready to wrap it up? We're ready to wrap it up. I think we're going to ready to wrap it up. It is Friday, end of the week. And I tell you, this is a great way to end of the week. Yeah. I know we've talked about trying to do it at different time slots. I love it. Yeah, I do too. It gives me something to look forward to. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad you had the fuel to get here. Ingrid, thank <laughs> you for staying out of your comfort zone. You did a fabulous <laughs> job. I'm sure thank everyone you. out there agrees. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Have a great weekend. There's the outro music. Love it. 